Glenn to Australia we go. Steve Price, morning to you. G'day there. G'day. Have you got two cases? Two cases in Sydney, um, but there are a number of people also in quarantine, so it might change quite rapidly. I guess the major development here, Mike, and it's uh, a bit speculative, but there is suggestions that we will go back to 14 days quarantine for all international arrivals because of this Omicron. Now, there was a Qatari flight that flew into Sydney on the weekend, and there were two people off that flight that have had to go uh, into quarantine and everyone else on the flights in in 72-hour quarantine as well. It'll be a national decision if that happens. It's already been flagged, surprise, surprise, in Victoria. They're the ones that are pushing for it already. Uh, Dominic Perrottet, the Premier of New South Wales, much less likely to want to do that. He is determined as you know, to keep New South Wales and Sydney in particular open. So the health minister there, Brad Hazard, had a crack at the World Health Organisation because he says, look, it hasn't been helpful that WHO has put out announcements when they've known about this for three weeks. We needed to know then. The passenger information's not as precise as our health authorities would like. It's understandable. We wish we had more information. He said it was safe to assume that flights around the world would bring more Omicron to Australia, not just the nine countries in Southern Africa. So everyone's on red alert. No so, you, so, so when you talk about isolation, you're going to have to make it home isolation, aren't you? Because you don't have the hotel facility. I mean, you're bringing the whole world in at the moment, aren't you? Uh, well, there's flights from everywhere, correct. Um, at the moment, it is 72-hour home quarantine. I'm not quite sure how that works. Who checks? Yeah. I wouldn't have thought it. Nobody checks. Yeah. So uh, if people are, are wanting to break the rules and regulations, then they'll be out in the community. So there is a, a, a mulling over of rebooting hotel quarantine. Whether that happens or not, we'll just have to wait and see, I guess. And the hotel, yeah, that's my point, because we run the hotel quarantine system here. And the problem with the hotel quarantine system is you've got to severely limit the numbers, which all of a sudden means you're going to have to backtrack on all the flights that are coming in from anywhere around the world and people thinking they were coming home for Christmas may not be able to. 100,000% correct. And there's a lot of nervous people overseas at the moment thinking, well, goodness gracious, don't tell me the door's going to be shut, slam shut on me again. Yeah. And that's led business leaders here to actually say, well, hang on, don't let's get too, get too carried away here. We've just got the economy back on its feet. Uh, investment confidence is still uncertain. Uh, the boss of the Australian Industry Group, Innes Willock, said, uh, look, you risk devastating the whole country's economy if you do shut down again. So let's just think this through very carefully. All right, we'll there see is hotel happens. quarantine still operating in Queensland. The um, flooding, how bad? Very bad. Uh, Gunnedah in the state's western New South Wales, 100 homes already damaged, uh, 20 submerged uh, at Gunnedah. So that's 20 properties there underground. 839 calls for help yesterday. The biggest problem is uh, it, the rain's not going to stop. It's going to rain again for another week in New South Wales. And so a lot of these people like wheat farmers who are about to get their crops off the paddocks. They're now underwater. They can't get their equipment in there. They've had to take equipment and horses to higher ground. So we'll have to keep an eye on things like the Peel and Lachlan Rivers in Forbes. They look like bursting their banks sometime today. Just how far are they away from Sydney? Oh, five hours west. Right, OK. So you're in there. Uh, these new questions for the Liberal candidates, what are they? Have you ever robbed a bank? Do you steal stuff? Uh, you stacked a branch? Very interesting. So we're going through pre-selection for a federal election probably in March next year. They now have to answer 97 questions, Jeez. and then the answers are given to the Applicant Review Committee. You ready? Yep. Uh, have you visited a sex shop, a brothel, or a strip club? 
in the last five years. Now, that rules out a lot of people I know. Um, you must detail any marital concerns, traffic offences or tax compliance problems. And this is her beauty. Uh, you're also asked, um, is there any embarrassing content online that we might find if we do a deep dive on your background? Uh, I think the quality of the candidates is going to be pretty poor because not many people are going to pass <laughs> those questions. Not going to be broadly representative of the Australian population. No, look, sex shop, okay. Um, if you answer yes, do you have to say where and what you bought? I mean, it just seems completely ridiculous. I mean, do you want normal people yeah. to be in the parliament or do you want people who live a monkish-type life who never, ever have done anything wrong? Weird business. See you Wednesday, mate. Steve Price out of Australia. By the way, there's a survey out this morning that looks at us, speaking of travel in Australia, 38% of adults say they want to head overseas. Uh, 59% said they are likely to travel interstate in the next year ahead, but there's concern over lockdowns. Slightly different in Australia, not that much different given what Auckland's gone through, but they're worried about being in South Australia when South Australia locks down, you can't get home to New South Wales, etc. That's their main concern. 44% who are unlikely to travel say they were worried about being trapped away from home. Only, and this is interesting, only 14% of the respondents are likely to travel overseas this holiday period. So in other words, for the summer holiday period, only 14%. So that whole let's get on a plane and go somewhere isn't as big in real life as it is in people's minds. 86% said they were unlikely. It's a big survey, 1,600 people. Uh, Where would they go if they were going? 39% said Asia, 36% said Europe, 34% said New Zealand and the Pacific Islands.